0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, August 25th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewatskin. Matt, how are we doing? Doing all right. How about yourself? Doing okay, doing okay. Had a good week. My dad visited for the week, and it was good. Got uh-huh. to take up to a Portland Timbers soccer game the other day. Which is good. I tried to go every season or two, and I hadn't been in a while. But we got to go see them do a 2-1 win. And I don't know how much of an MLS soccer person you are, but they're, uh, there's an atmosphere here that they're real proud of, so it was fun to go see a live game, gotcha. for sure. How was your week, Matt? Busy. Yeah? In a good way?
1: In a normal, you know... Old man way, where you know, <laughs> if I, if I'm not doing stuff, nobody will, you know, stuff like that. Yes,
0: yeah. yes. Condo stuff, townhouse stuff.
1: Um, not really. No, oh, that, okay. This place hasn't fallen apart like the the last the last place <laughs> did. <laughs>
0: That's good. So far so good.
1: So far, yeah. Yeah, let's knock on everything here, shall we?
0: So we had this week, we had Eduardo Rodriguez go to Cleveland and he was fine. Didn't yeah. get a win. Didn't oh. do much. Got some strikeouts. We had Jose Urena do plenty fine. Got us a win. Three runs and in five innings. Like he wasn't sterling, but five strikeouts will take it. I had Luke Weaver kick the door in, do awesome. Seven scoreless, ten strikeouts. Thank you, Padres. And you had Erasmo give you a quality start, six strikeouts, six innings, you know, three runs. He was okay. Hmm. And then we had German Marquez be okay. Not great. He went two earned in six innings against the Royals. So nothing special. <laughs> but, uh, on the hitter side, you got a home run from Chase. Headley Yay. against the Detroit on Wednesday. That was a good one, but uh, but yeah, the big one for me is Reese Hoskins, who apparently won't stop hitting. Nope. I was hyping him up before. If you didn't grab him earlier this week, might be out of time. He homered and had five RBIs against the Marlins for me. I chose right. Got a lucky day there. So. Yeah, Reese Hoskins, if he's somehow still sitting there in your league, go for it. But he's having one of those, like, Trey Mancini start of Trevor Story, like, crazy starts. Trevor Story's went for, like, two months, but he's on that kind of base. So, yeah, cool to see Reese Hoskins going off.
1: The one I remember from last year was Gary Sanchez.
0: Yes, that was also a thing, and that ran a couple months, too. Like, the Trey Mancini thing ran, like, two, three weeks, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes that happens and but sometimes it's Trevor Story or Gary Sanchez and it's a whole half. You know. Who I guess the... Aaron Judge at this point was like insane for a half and then came yeah. out with all
1: of it. The other uh, a few years season uh Chris Calabello, remember him?
0: Yeah, I remember that. And he was like twenty eight and out of indie ball, right?
1: Yeah, and he had he was like leading the league in RBIs or like close to it for, yeah. for
0: like the first half. He went nuts, and then uh, he yeah. got popped for P D Z year or two later. Yep. Let's do it. Yep. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get into our picks for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Matt got a full slate all weekend. Mm-hmm. Friday, I had a bunch of names. I don't know who I have picked yet, but Ariel Miranda going to Yankee Stadium. Pass. No thanks, right? No thanks, yeah. Jared Eikhoff can be an okay spot starter, but he's at home against the Cubs. Eh, not a great matchup.
1: No thank you. I'm picking against him, actually, so that tells you what I think of there.
0: But in the right matchup, he's interesting. If he had the Giants, he'd be fine with it, but don't yeah. want him against the Cubs. AJ Cole is at home against the Mets. Do you care at all about AJ Cole? No. I feel like he's been around forever and was for a while an intriguing name and never delivered, so I'm, I'm out, too. How about Ryan Merritt at home against the Royals? Ryan Merritt, who's done some spot starts here and there for the Indians and been okay. So far, been kind of okay out of the bullpen this year. What do you think about this spot start for him against the Royals?
1: No, because I don't think he's going to go more than f- five. If he goes five innings, it's a victory. Yes,
0: I think that's right. I, I don't, could see I don't him, think
1: he's going to go very deep is the point. Yeah.
0: yeah, I could see him go five innings, one run. Could be okay. But That'd be
1: fine. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't see the... Uh, Only in
0: a format where that's really going to help you. You yeah, know, if you're win hunting. if You know, if it's... I mean, I'm in a head-to-head league where I just need wins. You know, I have blown up my ratios already this week. I could see that. I might do that. But, yeah. How about... Here's an interesting one. Might be our pick. Might be my pick. I don't know. Adam Conley is at home against the Padres. He had 11 strikeouts against the Mets last time in New York. Mm -hmm. And this seems like a no-brainer. He's been good so far. But he has these insane home road splits. His ERA is 7.5 at home. Are you worried about him at home against the Padres? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It's not that many starts. I think it's seven games, six starts. Pardon me. And I don't know. It's a big, big split, though, for sure. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why it would be Miami that he doesn't like. I don't know. But what's, what's worth thinking about, right? What's,
1: what's really odd about it is that at home, he barely gets any strikeouts, whereas on the road, he averages about a strikeout per inning. At home, it's like half that.
0: Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Something's weird. It's a good matchup on paper, but I'm going to at least think twice. This might be my pick anyway. I'm going to come back to it, but I'm going to at least think twice there cuz that is a thing. Chad Bettis has two starts under his belt now, and the second one was still a quality start on seven scoreless, but still pretty decent. Would you think about him now away from Coors going to Atlanta?
1: I'd think about it, but I would look elsewhere because he's uh, he does not really strike out enough to be strike out enough batters to be uh useful in DFS.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm paying attention, though. I'm looking. For sure. But I'm not taking either. How about our boy Colin McHugh at home Pardon me, not at home. He's going on the road to Anaheim to get the Angels. Does this seem okay? That's
1: my pick, actually. Yeah.
0: I think it might be mine too. I want a better one, but I think that just might be the one. His ERA's sitting at four. He went six scoreless last time out against Oakland. Before that, he handled Arizona. The the one bad one he has is the one I think I took when he went to the White Sox and got yes. blown up for some reason.
1: We, we were we were like, we were like you know like like salivating over that. We're like yeah oh he's he's getting the tank socks. It's got it's an easy win. Yeah. Nope. <laughs>
0: Now, other than that, his first start was four runs to the Orioles. Other than that, he's been fine. And the Angels, other than Mr. Trout, are really, really bad. So I trust him. They're all right-handed. He's right-handed. I think that's a totally safe one, too. On the other side of it, he's 53% owned. We can't take him. Parker Bridwell, out of our grasp. But he gets the Astros. That's a tough matchup, but so far so good. Would you consider Parker Bridwell? No, thank you. Not enough strikeouts to outweigh the risk for me. I think he could totally be fine if he goes six innings, two runs against the Astros. Okay, but he might also only get you three or four strikeouts. And there's a lot of downside there, not enough upside, but... Won't shock me if he does fine. You like Kendall Graveman getting the Rangers? I think that's the last name I even wrote down that I would think about. No. (laughs) No. He's been okay, but there's also kind of Bridwell-esque in terms of not much... Not enough strikeouts to, like, go with the downside that goes with it also. So, yeah, I agree. I think I gotta take McHugh with you. Only for the strikeout difference, really, because Conley's not really a strikeout guy. But I'm... The Padres matchup seems safer, but I guess not that much considering how bad the Angels are. So, yeah, it's not that big of a difference. I don't know. It's almost a push for me, but that home road split's going to go ahead and push me away. So I'm going to join you on the queue, but I'm definitely thinking about Conley. I think he can do it. And then Matt, what are you thinking for hitters on Friday?
1: Like I mentioned, I'm picking against Jared you know, He's actually one of my favorite guys to pick against just because he's so predictable. Mm-hmm. He's he's like the the metronome of of mediocre right-handers. Yes, and he just he has his this weakness against lefties. I'm looking for any Cubs lefty I can find to toss in there. Yeah, you know this would be a good Kyle Schwarber day if you're homer hunting.
0: Sure, if you can afford him, you can do that.
1: I can't imagine he costs all that much in DFS. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna to toss Jason Hayward out there at 12% owned against Jared Eichhoff.
0: Oh, that's how much you don't believe in Jared Eichhoff is that you're ready to take Jason Hayward. He's
1: competent against righties, and yeah, Jared Ichka is really awful against lefties. So
0: I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's a C, p- it's a C pick. It's a C pick. It's a C pick. It's a- no, it's fine. That's how predictably you know disadvantaged Jared Ichka is for sure.
1: Hmm. Well, yeah. Hay- Hayward goes off like three for four, with like three homers. Yeah. Anyways, my B pick. I'm picking against Ty Block.
0: Yes, understandably.
1: He's in fact left-handed, and he's not very good against righties. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm 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 scouring the uh, the D-backs roster looking looking for righties I can toss in there against Ty Block, and it's not easy.
0: Mm, the problem with the D-backs lineup is the good guys are real good and yeah. they're expensive. You know, True. there's obviously big, awesome, you know, guys there. But if you're looking for cheap ones, it's a little tougher.
1: But they have they have recently added a right-hander to their roster that I think is going to be helpful against Ty Block, and he qualifies all over the diamond. Okay. The pride of Chicago,
0: Illinois, Adam Rosales. Adam, you do love Adam Rosales when, he, when he gets a lefty, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No relation to Sean Rosales?
1: Not that I'm aware of, no. I, mean, we, that, I no. guess we could always ask, but I, I kind of yeah. doubt it. Maybe, you know, maybe. A you know, sure tail relative of some sort, perhaps.
0: <laughs> but Adam Rosales, yeah, he's zero percent owned and he mashes on left And
1: he so. qualifies like all over the diamond. You can toss him into yeah. you know most infield yep. spots. Yeah.
0: I like that just fine.
1: And last up, my A pick. Nick Martinez is is starting against the A's. It, yeah. It was he's or, not very good. It was originally AJ Griffin. I like the, I like this for AJ Griffin too, but I like this I think maybe a little bit more for Nick Martinez. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick Martinez is in fact right-handed, and the Oakland A's have a righty who mashes on righties. Yes, it's my guy, Chad Pinder.
0: You do love Chad Pinder. I don't
1: love him, but I
0: there's power there.
1: There's thump there. He qualifies all, you know, all over the middle infield. Mm-hmm. He's he's been a, a little cold in August. Not terrible, but a little chilly. And, and he gets Nick Martinez, who's given up 12 of the 20 homers he's given up of coming against righties, seven seven six OPS against. He doesn't walk that many, but he does. He, he has been homer prone against righties, and I kind of like this for, for Chad Pinder.
0: Yeah, I like that. I, I'm totally fine with that. He has power, and it's Nick Martinez. I think it will be fine. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I would like it more if it was AJ Griffin, but I'll live with it.
0: <laughs> That's true. Well, good news. He's pitching this weekend, too. Oh, is he? No, so. huh,
1: huh, you can, you can you think can so. both Is
0: Yeah. My picks is... I wanted to pick against Robert Stevenson. You're picking against the Reds. And so I was looking at the Pirates, who are mostly right-handed, if I could find a lefty in there. Adam Frazier's been getting more starts. And the thing with Adam Frazier is it's mostly empty. There's not a lot of power. There's not a lot of speed. So it's not a, like, real proud recommendation. But if you need a guy, I think, you know, a cheap guy to fill out your DFS lineup, you know, not carry you. Adam Frazier hits righties just fine. And he runs a little bit. But not much. There's not much power, not much speed. But I could see him, and more importantly, most of the Pirates, putting the hurt on Cincinnati. So I think he'd be fine there. He's 5%. So, And then I see Jeremy Hellickson going to Boston, which should be rough for him. Uh-huh. And our boy Mitch Moreland has had an up-and-down season for sure. But he's kind of back up a little bit now. And he's been good in August. And him getting Jeremy Hellickson with you know Hellboy splits and whatnot is going to be fine. He's only 10% owned. He's still cheap. He still bats in what can be a real mean lineup. I don't know. I'm down to pick against the Orioles pitchers almost as much as I am to pick against the Reds pitchers. So I think Mitch Moreland will be fine there. And then last, Matt, I'm with you picking against Ty Block. I think that's great. I didn't have Adam Rosales. I went from zero percent up to one percent for me. Their catcher, Chrissy Anetta, has been pounding lefties all year. He's right-handed, he's always liked hitting lefties. He's definitely doing it in the desert. And it's mostly power. His average on the air isn't anything exciting, but if you look a little deeper, not only pounding lefties, handling righties, and it's all coming in the isolated slugging, you know. So I'm into uh, some extra base hits from Chrissy Anetta at one percent, hopefully. Hope he gets the start. Should do fine there against the lefty oh. and the Giants' bullpens, whatever. And it's in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I love that start.
1: I think our our guy Clue Haywood, is going to appreciate the fact that we're we're taking Dbacks.
0: <laughs> Who is this?
1: He was a uh, he started as a deadspin commenter and like was able to to spin that off and do an editing job with Vox and uh, is also a lawyer and he lives in oh. he lives in Arizona and he drinks Coors Light and he watches D-backs games and
0: I'm not familiar with this character. Oh, really? Well,
1: wow. we follow each other on Twitter.
0: Huh. Oh, well, he gets a shout out now and I get educated apparently. But I, yes, I see a good match up here for the D-backs. So. Saturday the 26th another full slate Mm. I had plenty of names again I still haven't really picked where I'm gonna go but sometimes I like have an idea and I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna feel it out Eduardo Rodriguez who we just survived get an okay start from he gets Baltimore now it's kind of whatever for me right
1: I agree it's kind of whatever
0: they're kind of scary they hit like Orioles don't pitch but they hit so I'll I'll pass there Eduardo's okay but he's 46 percent he's right on the line I'll pass our boy Luis Castillo is at home against the Pirates. That might be my pick today, to be honest. He continues to be plenty good. Not great, but good enough, and I'm not that scared of the Pirates, are you? He,
1: he was so rough in his last start, though, wasn't he?
0: He strobe his pitch count, but he still had eight strikeouts in four innings. Right. I apologize.
1: That's what I was trying to remember. I mean, that's
0: not what you want. He went four innings, two runs. He went better than that. But he (laughs) used all his pitches to strike out eight guys. And you're like, all right, I guess. It's points. I don't know. Yeah, it's not like a great, great pick, but I feel safe enough. I mean, his ERA has been worse at home than on the road, but I'm just not that scared of the Pirates, which has burned me before. Yes. I don't know. I kind of trust Luis Castillo at this point. All right. So. I'm leaning that way. I think that's probably my pick, but I don't want to talk about a few more. Sean Newcomb is at home against the Colorado Rockies. He has over a strikeout in an inning still. These ratios aren't great yet. He's young. But yeah, are you are considering this against the Rockies on the road? Actually, I like the other side a bit better. Actually, a lot better. I also wrote down the other side as well, but I would consider Sean Newcomb. Other side, Kyle Freeland has looked pretty good. He's the weird Rockies pitcher that's been better in Coors. I don't know why, but he has a 3-3 area at home. It's over four on the road. He also only has, you know, six strikeouts per nine, but he's been okay. He's ERA an area under four, and he goes to Atlanta, and they're not scary. It's a much better matchup. Is that kind of what has your attention?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah,
0: you think that's your pick?
1: Yeah, it is. I'm, I know it's my pick, yes.
0: Okay, yeah. I like that fine. I, I want some more strikeouts, but I think that it's relatively safe. I'm not scared of Atlanta either. I think our pal, Odrisamer Despagne, needs a shout-out. I believe it's his first reference this year. I don't think we've talked about him at all so far this year, but he's been pitching for Miami quietly, and he's getting a start. You don't want anything to do with it, even against the Padres, though, right? No. Facing his old team, there's drama here. There's not really. He's whatever. <laughs> I don't expect anything from Odrisomer, but that is a fun name. It's a guy we used to think about spot starting sometimes, but that kind of ran out of gas.
1: I remember the the nickname he got was Regressomer (laughs) Regressonye.
0: That's a pretty good one. It's been a while since I forgot about that. That's good. I don't even know how we tried to spell that, but that uh that's good. Okay, on the other side though, Danelson Lemet going to Miami. Gianselo Lemet has 100 strikeouts in 80 innings this year. I know he has a lot of weird splits. He struggles with lefties, he struggles away from Petco. This is maybe not the start for him, but when you're striking out that many more guys per innings, like the strikeouts are real and that makes the upside real. You got to at least consider it and he's been okay lately. Mm. Would you consider him in Miami?
1: I think I would. I mean, the, the only lefty that really scares me would be Christian Yelich, right?
0: Yeah, basically. So, and he can handle most righties. But again, he has the weird splits. <laughs> okay, so 891 OPS to lefties. Ouch. 508 to fellow righties. He's an interesting guy. Uh, Lament is definitely interesting. And that kind of strikeout stuff, if he ever were a reliever, that'd be a thing too. I don't know. That kind of upside makes him at least worth considering in dfs and stuff just because you know if he strikes out 10 you're in business so i'm not picking it there's downside but think about it a couple more names matt our boy mike clevenger is at home against the royals you weren't tempted here
1: a little bit but that I, I, it's Mike clevenger
0: he's he's still under four even though he's been a little bit rough lately you know earlier in august he went seven scoreless nine strikeouts against the rays I think you can consider this, and it's the other one I'm thinking other than Castillo. I think I'm still going to go with Castillo, but I'm just not scared of the Royals, really. So, yeah.
1: there's not much to be scared of there.
0: There's not a huge upside, but I think you can consider Mike Clevenger also. My last two, Tyler Skaggs, has been just fine so far, but he gets the Astros, and that's a nightmare matchup, right?
1: It is, yes. I don't like that. They're all
0: right-handed. He's left-handed. They're also really good, Yeah. so... I like you, Tyler Skaggs. You have my attention. I'm passing on you on this one. And then lastly, not eligible, but Zach Davies, 55% going to the Dodgers. Would you consider him if you were eligible?
1: Actually, I I, I did a deep dive on this for uh, the mediocre blogger I write for. Mm-hmm. And his home road splits are like 100% BABIP driven. Like for whatever reason, on the road, uh, everything he puts in play just tends to find a glove. And at home, it just doesn't.
0: Which is, it doesn't really make sense. No, it doesn't at
1: all. So I don't really buy into it. And if you actually, I think I dug deep into the numbers. He's not really that, you know, the, the batted ball profile at home and away is virtually identical.
0: Yeah. So to me, he doesn't have enough strikeouts to risk facing the Dodgers because the Dodgers terrify me. I mean, they're just, they're just scary. They're on pace to tie the win record, which is bananas. I don't know. So you could think about it, but there's not enough upside with Zach Davies for me. At least it's away from home, but whatever. Yeah, I'm going to go with Luis Castillo, but my number two pick is uh, Mike Clevenger. And then always intrigued by the Met, but can't pull the trigger. Too scary. All right, Matt, your hitters on Saturday. Who are you thinking?
1: Okay C pick Uh, We got Blake Snell
0: Yeah He's been better Not good But better
1: Going to St. Louis To face the Cardinals I want righties Against him still Yeah
0: That's fair Yeah (laughs) Yeah
1: I like that you're, like, defending him already.
0: He has been better, but not an—I mean, I looked at this and I didn't do it just because I thought he'd been a little bit better, but not so much that you can't pick against him, you know?
1: Well, either way, you want righties against him, and the one guy that really sticks out to me, he's at 66% owned, Mm -hmm. but I really like this matchup for Jed Jorko.
0: Yeah, he's been good so far, too, so there's real thump there. Do you even remember who they traded back to San Diego for that, when San Diego just dumped him? I have to go look now.
1: Not off the top of my head. I have to
0: look. Oh, it was John Jay. Remember when John Jay was the Padre for a minute? Oh, goodness. So, yeah. And now Jed Jerko on a decent contract has been just fine for the Cardinals. So, anyway, him against Blake Snell should be just fine. I agree.
1: Mm-hmm. And next up, we've got the Twins heading to Toronto. Dylan G. Is on yes. the hill for the uh, for the Twins.
0: Yes, which is sad. It is. The Twins, who we were just talking about, are in the playoff hunt. By the way,
1: oh yeah, everybody
0: in the American League, other than the Tank Sox, sorry, are in the mix, and that includes the Twins. And they're starting Dylan G. I don't know what's going on with the American League right now, but yeah.
1: Do you think he keeps Kenny Williams up at night knowing that he could have he could he could have been in the mix for the wild card this year if he'd kept everybody?
0: No, I think he's still riding the high on having the like epic, epic farm system that Uh, he should take credit for now before it doesn't deliver. But I understand what you're saying. The problem with everybody being in the mix is that everybody's in the mix. So you can say, oh, I'm half a game out, but you still have to beat like six other teams. You know, everybody is alive, but it's not going to be easy for anybody. So, yeah, seriously, Minnesota has a second spot and there are, four teams within a game behind them and then not that many behind yeah so it's gonna be interesting september is gonna be fun anyway the twins Don't currently me. if this yes. is ended today they're throwing Dylan G out there to keep them ahead in that spot. Fantastic!
1: Yeah, you want lefties against Dylan G, and they've got one of my and Toronto is one of my favorite lefties in the league. Going, Ezekiel Carrera should work his way into the lineup, and he just continues to do damage against right-handers this year.
0: I looked at him, and I had already taken him in August, so I completely approve of that for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. He's at one percent on. I think I'm going to make him my A pick.
0: Okay. Totally fine with that, too. We've
1: got my B pick. You already mentioned Hammer Despanya pitching at home against Padres. You want lefties against him in particular. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of a weakness there. I'm tossing uh, Carlos Asuaje out there against him.
0: Ah, uh, I like that. I like that for sure. He should be just fine. I feel like I, I almost went with this. I picked somebody else against Despanya, but I I like this, definitely.
1: It's just, I just like that you know, Asuaje gets on base.
0: Oh, he's, yeah, he's a hit machine. He's been fine. I wish there were a little more power or speed from him, mm-hmm, but yeah. kind of like the Adam Fraser thing I recommended, I'd, he's totally useful and he's totally cheap, and there are points to be had there for sure. Agreed, yeah. Okay, so uh, I had as my C pick, it's uninspiring. I haven't picked him in August. He's been colder, but I think Brad Zimmer can handle Jason Hamill. And I haven't used Brad Zimmer yet, and I don't like that matchup for him just fine. I think Jason Hamill should have a hard time in Cleveland. So I like that. We've talked a lot about liking Brad Zimmer. I'm all in on him next year. I think that that's a 20-30 guy with a full season under his belt, even if he hits 240. I don't care. So I like Brad Zimmer. My B pick, I'm picking against Odre Sommer. I totally looked at a Asuahe at 1%, but I wanted a little more thump. Younger v. Solarte, somehow less boring. You know, can hit 15, almost 20 homers this year. So I like him there. Also, switch hitter. So he's going to be able to handle uh, Despagne. That's why he's left-handed. Solarte is a switch hitter. The point is they should both be able to handle him. He's 19%, so I'm spending a little bit more. But I think that'll be fine there. And then, Matt, I want to pick against the Tigers. They are speaking of teams that don't pitch. And they're getting the White Sox. And there are some Tank socks to pick from here. I saw Larry Garcia just got hurt. Should hopefully be okay. Ah. But am I crazy to go ahead with Nicky Delmonico getting Buck Farmer in the Tigers' bullpen?
1: I don't think you're crazy at all.
0: He's been batting cleanup. Like, he's left-handed. Yeah, it's, a buck, <laughs> it's Buck Farmer and the Tigers' bullpen. That's really it for me. I want the cleanup hitter against them. And he's been producing. I completely believe he might stop producing at any time. But, yeah. I'm not rushing out to pick him up, but I think this matchup will be just fine for him. Getting okay. him, Yeah. Again, it's Buck Farmer. It's the Tigers' bullpen. Go nuts. Hmm. So, Matt, Sunday the 27th. I'll be honest. This day's really hard for me. Really? I wrote... You might have somebody that's obvious to you. John Gray goes to Atlanta. He's 55% owned. I would be all over that if you were eligible. Oh, yeah. I think that's just fine. I mean... Jimmy Nelson going to the Dodgers, no. Charlie Morton is way over-owned, but I trust him going to L.A. too. So, I don't know. All right, I have four names. Okay, Matt, let's talk about your boy, Doug Pfister, getting the Orioles, who last time out was incredible out of nowhere <laughs> when he picked against him. He went complete game one run last time against Cleveland. You kidding me? I Obviously, we're not buying, right? How many, no many
1: strikeouts did he have against Cleveland?
0: six i think and i think it was like a lead off home run and then he settled in and retired a million That's straight or something sick. it was though. it was yeah. yeah so we're not buying you don't want any part of that against the orioles right no okay mike fulton nevich is at home against the rockies i like mike fulton i don't know that i like him this much last time out he went to colorado and got shelled no sorry two times ago uh last time out he got beat up by seattle He's been beat up his last three times in a row, to be honest. He's, things aren't looking good for Mike fulton I can't do this. I like. I, I mean, I have to consider it because I don't know what else to do this day, but I can't do that. So, All right. I, and then, do you like Lucas Giolito at home against the Tigers?
1: Yeah, he's my pick. <sighs>
0: And does it feel like obvious? Like, are you confident about it, or what?
1: I'm reasonably. I mean, okay, he went out and he didn't embarrass himself in his first in his first short That is true. Uniform. That's all. I honestly, that's all I'm asking out of out of any of these guys.
0: Because <laughs> it's a tough day. You agree? It's a tough day.
1: It's not a great day, no. But yeah. I I feel good enough about Lucas Cielo to pick him.
0: Here's the thing, I, I think I'm going with him too. I am not as confident as you. The other name I like is Seth Lugo, but Seth Lugo's earned run log going back. Five three five three one three one six. Like he's not just not been good. And against the Nationals who, although they're beat up, I'm still not picking against them really. Super so beat up. I'm interested in Seth Lugo. I can squint and see a good outing there. But, I mean, the Tigers are not exactly that scary. And after what went on on Thursday, it's possible. It's hard to guess these things. They might have some guys suspended, which could be a thing. That's. I was hoping we were going to get to that. But, yeah, it did. Okay. We can't predict when they would be suspended with appeals and all that stuff, so it's hard to, like, mm. choose that ahead of time, but that is a possibility, and I would keep an eye on that. So, I'm going to join you with Giolito, but I'm not really confident about this at all. So, but I don't know. Is there anybody else here? You don't want Matt Boyd even against the Tank socks? Oh, God, no. no you, you don't you trust them. against
1: Matt Boyd with the Tank socks.
0: Yeah, you don't pick Clayton Richard going to Miami? Like, God, Clayton Richard is uninspiring, you know?
1: They have right-handers who can, like, set his car on fire.
0: Yeah, he also just... There's talk about no real upside there. Mm. I don't know. He's been... I don't know. I have to look. He actually... Yeah, six and a half strikeouts per nine. More than I thought. Still nothing you want a part of. No. Yeah. AJ Griffin goes to the A's. You would maybe consider, but I don't like... His DRA's is over five. Hey, Chad you know? Pinder. There he is. There you go. I can recommend that again. So, yep. okay, I'm joining you with Giolito, but... I am not super confident about it. Okay, how about your hitters for Sunday, Matt?
1: Okay, I'll make Chad Pinder my D pick. My C pick, sure. I, you know, speaking of Matt Boyd, I want to pick against him. He's, in fact, left-handed. You want righties against him. The guy I'm going to go with, 30%, Tim Anderson.
0: Oh, okay. I looked at this. I didn't pull the trigger on it, but I looked at this for sure.
1: He's he's actually, you know, Anderson has flashed a bit more power against righties. Overall, the numbers are much better against lefties. Mm-hmm. Uh hmm 775 OPS 298 batting average it's it's empty batting average I get it but that's in, in DFS that's fantasy points yep
0: yeah nothing wrong with that
1: no so I'm i back in the Tim Anderson train a little bit I like
0: yeah. he's shown more life that's for sure
1: he really has <sighs> my B pick we've got Homer Bailey yeah and the thing of it is, he he's been rough against lefties and righties just about equally.
0: He's just kind of been a mess entirely. Yeah,
1: he he looks like he needed to, he he's he's a spring training away from being a confident starter again. I get a feeling, you know, I think he's,
0: yeah, yeah, it won't shock me if he figures it out next year. Oh no. no,
1: no, I, I I think he probably he, he's probably going to wind up on a lot of my fantasy teams next year. I bet you.
0: Uh-huh.
1: The guy that interests me here is Sean is Rodriguez.
0: Oh, okay. You do love Sean Rodriguez. I understand. <laughs>
1: It, it's ready and ready action. I don't really care with a yeah, guy against Lamar Bailey. No, it, 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 there's really no, you know, there's no advantage for him and against other side. If anything, he's at a disadvantage against both sides.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I like this for Esrod. I also like it for John Jaso. I'm going to make Esrod my pick, though. One percent owned.
0: Okay, is John Jaso your B pick then too?
1: Uh, if I could do like a Kobe pick, it would be Esrod and Jaso. But
0: since I only oh, pick okay.
1: one, uh, it's going to be Esrod.
0: Oh, okay, and then you have an A pick above this.
1: Yeah, we've got okay. Kyle Gibson yeah. going to Toronto.
0: Okay, yeah. And Anything you can pick against Kyle Gibson.
1: Yeah, again, you could kind of throw handedness out here, but I'm I'm taking Miguel Mon- the lefty Miguel Montero at 1% owned.
0: I looked at this, I thought about it, he's been real bad as a Blue Jay, but I'm not sure it matters against Kyle Gibson. I <laughs> think it's totally fine. Has he yeah.
1: been that
0: bad? He's been much worse, which doesn't really make sense, because I don't know why just like a trade in the middle of the season would Do that, but he's been bad. But again, I don't think it matters, and it's such small blank time as the catcher. But I don't know. I think Miguel Montero will be fine. I looked at Steve Pierce, also usually better against lefties. He's been fine against righties. Kyle Gibson has that Homer Bailey itis, where I don't care if it's a lefty or righty, just go get him. It'll be fine. So uh, yeah, I like that. My C pick, I also picked against Homer Bailey. Uh, I have a few repeats here for those earlier in the week. None of my A picks, but if Adam Frazier, I haven't picked him. I think that's empty average at 5% against Homer Bailey. He'll be successful there too. And then my B pick, Chris Tillman going to Boston. Again, the Orioles pitchers continue to be awful. I keep thinking like Kevin Gosman kind of figured it out a little bit. Chris Tillman has not. That ERA is still way up there. He lost his job as a starter for a while. He came back last time out, allowed four runs to the Angels, who we concluded are real bad. Walked six, struck out two. So I want Mitch Moreland again. If I don't get him earlier in the weekend, I think he'll be fine there. So... Yeah, again, he's had a good August. So I'm back on the Mitch Moreland train at 10% a little bit. But my A pick, I see the Mariners sending an inexperienced lefty and in Andrew Albers to Yankee Stadium. And when I say inexperienced, he's 31 years old, but <laughs> he's not anybody to worry about. He's, he's a journeyman, I would say. So, Andrew Albers, spot start, going to Yankee Stadium. He's left-handed is the important part. And I mentioned him a week or so ago. The Yankee I like for cheap against lefties is Tyler Austin. Often starts at first base against lefties. And he has serious thump, and it's Yankee Stadium. And the Mariners bullpen's whatever, too. So, at 1%, I went Tyler Austin. But okay. Mitch Moreland and Adam Frazier as backups should be fine, too. So... Yeah. Those are our picks for the weekend. Matt, you wanted to talk about this, uh, fracas.
1: (laughs) Well, first off the, the initial fight was like actually like a real fight.
0: Oh yeah. This is one of those rare every couple of years, actual baseball fights.
1: Yeah. where like, guys are like, you know, trying to hurt each other. I mean,
0: the last one was Odor Batista.
1: Well, that's where like a guy actually hurt somebody.
0: That's the last time I remember them actually swinging, like, trying to hit like that. I don't know. I might um, be forgetting one.
1: Like, like swinging and connecting, or just swinging?
0: Just swinging, but I might be forgetting. I don't know. Uh, was Bryce This the Harper? last one that was real, real mean. Bryce Harper? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. I don't know. The point is, you're right. It's rare. It's a real baseball fight.
1: Yeah. And, and not only that, there were, like, you know, multiple incidents throughout the game.
0: Oh yeah, it got ugly. It devolved it real bad.
1: Yeah, it did. Like you know, you're Dylan start you know, throwing in somebody's head and then getting you know being surprised that they're throwing him out.
0: Yeah, but didn't they screw that up because they like had to get together and talk about throwing him out?
1: That I missed. I only saw highlights.
0: I saw tweets about that, and people were mad that he got tossed. I I, I didn't watch it, so if I have this wrong, I apologize. But the hearsay I got was that threw at his head. They argued. Everybody got mad. Then all the umpires got together and talked, and they're like, "Okay, you're tossed." Everyone was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. if you're gonna do it, you got to do it." Like, not have a meeting about it. I don't no,
1: know. I don't know. You know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I, I was at. I was like at the AJ Pierzynski Michael Barrett thing. You know, ten years uh-huh. ago or whatever they did the same thing where they actually they talked about who they were throwing at i don't know you know no that's that's nonsense as as long as you get it it right i don't care if you do it instantly or not
0: i may have the details wrong but that is what i got the gist of from the tweets i don't know there's a lot of opinions all over the place when this stuff goes on everybody feels real strongly about who's a putz and who isn't but yeah
1: anybody throwing at somebody's head is a putz yes you know, I I think you know Miguel Cabrera had had you know he he was right to to complain about having a pitch thrown behind him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't like you know the baseball sheriff catcher, and I I feel like Austin Roman is that the gentleman's name. Yes, I feel like he's he's a little too baseball sheriffy, especially for a guy who hasn't spent that much time on a major league roster.
0: Yeah, and then so, there was also some stuff going on, I guess, in the Tigers' dugout between like Verlander and V-Mart. They were mad of who was defending who and who had whose back. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, something like that. I don't know the details clearly. But, the yeah. other,
1: the other, the other big highlight was seeing uh, Brett Gardner get get super huffy and <laughs> CC Sabathia just like start like laughing at him like in the middle of the pile up.
0: That's pretty good. I miss that. That's I mean, good.
1: I, I I guess when, when you're as big when you're as big as CC, there's not much that's going to hurt you in the pile. I guess you know you're the only thing you're really watching out for is your knees. Yeah, cause that that would that would you know at my age that's what would scare me was somebody like rolling up a knee in in one of those piles
0: yeah but he's clearly not scared but you
1: you've you've got brett Gardner doing like the angry baseball man thing where he's trying to like get at somebody across like five
0: guys yeah and
1: you've got you know and so you see just (laughs) this big smile on his
0: face he's like whatever this is so dumb (laughs) he's a veteran enough to be like this is dumb
1: so. He's, yeah, he's made enough money and he's like been around long enough to know how how dumb these things are. So yeah. good, good for good for CC. I I, I, <laughs> I, I, st- I still absolutely hate him and will always call him Captain Cheeseburger just for what he did to the White Sox back when he was with the Indians. But yes, I, he's I, incredible. I'm, oh, he he was. De- don't, don't get me started in CC against the White Sox. <laughs>
0: I've seen but do you remember when he was a brewer during that heroic run?
1: Oh, that was fantastic. That was, like, by far the most in- I mean, he, he he was, he was just like, dominating somebody other than the White Sox, and he was, like, eight innings every time out. It was ridiculous. He was like, I'm
0: putting this team on my back. We're going to the playoffs. Pretty much, and yeah. they got there, and he was their only their starter, so they didn't really get anywhere. But it was still no. real, real fun. That was cool. All right. You got uh, anything else before we get rolling out of here, Matt? Do you want the
1: quick softball update?
0: Sure, you can. You, uh, you mentioned me before the show. I
1: did. You know, the, we won by forfeit. The uh, the other yeah. team. Actually, we were, we were supposed to play our big rival today. They're another advertising agency, uh-huh. and they just they didn't show up.
0: They were scared. They were shaking in their boots. They heard they had they saw you guys on the schedule and were like, nope, no deal.
1: I will say they they had a guy who played Division One base like Division One like college baseball, <laughs> and so I, a little bit terrifying. The dude's back is like this is like you and I put together. and I'm not joking. Sure.
0: Well, so you guys lucked out that they uh, skipped. Then maybe I don't know. I'm sure you would give them a run for their money, but nice to stay undefeated no matter how you get it. Yeah, so. it really was. So that is the the quick softball update yeah. for sure. Well, Matt is on Twitter at Matt d underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. We always love to hear from you guys, for sure. And that should do it. Give us a shout. Until Monday. For Matt, I'm Dylan, and we'll talk to you then.
1: This podcast is over! Thank you for listening to the Field of Stream.